We are back. This is Opeti the Podcast Season 2. We are your hosts, Steph and Tamer. And we are here to serve you all the tea on Opeti Life. But if you can't wait to hear what we're serving this week, head on over to our Instagram at Opeti. Oh my God, there is so much tea. I know. Let's, Let's go. go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 11 of Opeti the Podcast. Hello, T. Welcome back. Hey Steph, thanks for having me again. Again, <laughs> another week, another episode. Yay. <sighs> Woo! <laughs> um, so this week we asked you guys for some of your input uh, because we're going to be talking about the differences between new host families and experienced host families and kind of what the pros and cons are between the both of them. And yeah, we wanted you guys to say kind of your experiences, what you found a pro or a con to be between the two as well. So mm-hmm. we yes. have put our our kind of opinions down and then also we have things that you guys have said too, which is cool. Yes. Let's crack yes. on. Let's crack <laughs> on. So T, what's the difference between an experienced host family and a new host family? And what tell us about your host family. Are they new? Are they experienced? Um so when people talk about experience and news, it's basically have they had an au pair before or not? Um, and just kind of, because that will obviously differ between families and that will change mm-hmm. your experience. So I am the second au pair from my host family, but their au pair only stayed for nine months. She actually left in, it was around March last year. So it was kind of around this time um, just because of COVID. So she went back to Germany after only nine months. So, and she was their first one. So yeah, my host family have a bit of experience, which we'll go into details, but I think has definitely helped with certain things. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, what about you? Are you the first over there? I am. Yes, my host family oh, Lordy. Uh, were a new host family, so I was their first au pair. Oof, girl. Which, yeah, like I said, like you said, we will go into more detail later, and it's had its like pros and it's had its cons. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, there's pros and cons to both. I mean, yeah, true, but so. I feel like when we were first in matching, I don't know about you, but I didn't really pay a lot of attention as to whether they were new host families or experienced because it didn't really matter to me that much. But I definitely think now that we, when we started planning this episode and talking about it, I suddenly started having all these ideas. And, and so when people say to us, like, should I choose a new host family or should I choose one with more experience? Honestly, I think it's just down to what you prefer and I definitely mm-hmm. don't think it should be um I don't think it should be a deal breaker personally um yeah because like you've just said there are pros and cons to both and it just depends what you want and everybody's different so let's just jump straight in so the pros of having a host family that have never been or never hosted an au pair before so what what would you mm-hmm. kick, kick oh, sorry what would you kick off with straight away Steph yeah so I think the main the main thing that you you think of when you have a new host family is there's nothing before you to compare to, Mm -hmm. you know? So you're kind of the first person coming in. So there's no au pair prior to you that the host family have had experience with. So Mm -hmm. what you give them is kind of what they know (laughs) of an au pair. Do you know what I mean? No (laughs) pressure. What you see is what you get, guys. What you see is what you get, yeah. So you can set the bar pretty low if you want. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you set the expectations for all the au pairs that come after you. (laughs) Yeah, that is kind of like a, that has a bit of a responsibility, I think. 
it, yeah well yeah it is but also you you know you could think oh I'm setting the bar pretty low but actually your host family can think damn they've set that bar high you Ooh. know maybe it's pretty high Probably I not. think I've excelled with setting yeah. my bar <laughs> I feel sorry for any au pair coming in after us girl because we because <laughs> we are pretty good we're pretty good nobody Thanks. will beat us um <laughs> it's good though I think it's good as well because they are also kind of in the same boat as you in in terms of oh my lord this is new the boat was on fire one the rocks kind of vibe yeah um, because they've never hosted no pair before they're probably not sure what to expect i mean i know that a lot of host families get into the program because they know like of friends who have had au pairs and you know families who have mm-hmm. had au pairs like that's how um like, my host parents got into it and they've been also been speaking to some of their friends who are possibly looking at getting an au pair so that's good that there's kind of like that shared experience but yeah it's definitely learning the ropes and I think one of the biggest things that host families have to learn to live with that sounds really bad but is having another adult in the house and sharing their space with another adult as opposed to yeah, like for sure. a child or just an overnight guest because I think it shifts the family dynamic a little bit especially oh, yeah. with you know when, when you and I have talked about discipline in the past like who do the kids go to? How do you, should you discipline them even when you're off? And things like that. So I think, yeah, they'll be learning the ropes with th- like what they're expected to do as well, not just what we're expected to do. I think they'll learn a lot about what what is expected of a host family and what they should be yeah. doing and what they can and can't do <coughs> legally. Because so, um, <laughs> that's a rocky, rocky path sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, they they're also you. learning the ins and outs of like, the program as well so like getting the first phone for the au pair was an experience for me personally but now they know for next time that they can just continue kind of what they've done for me with their next au pair or whatever and like figuring out my bank account and the social security number and all that kind of thing like they had never done it before so they weren't like much help (laughs) in regards to all that stuff you know what I mean that's when I just be like hey call my lcc yeah that's exactly what I did I had to like go to my LCC for that because my host family didn't have any experience with that before me so you know oh, but yeah. going on when they have new newer pairs coming in they're gonna know that for next time you know yeah I mean I got a ziploc bag with sim card in it <laughs> and they were like here nice. you go. here's your plan and like Ricky even set up my um he was like oh here's your appointment for the bank here you go and I was like oh thanks babe legend love you (laughs) ricky's very efficient at things like that so that's a definitely a pro of having um having an experienced host family but now we're talking about yeah families yeah um so now we're going to a couple of things that you guys submitted through through instagram Mm. about pros of having a new host family so you guys kind of touched on their learning with you their you know learning the ropes with you like we just said um somebody said that they don't set their expectations too high prior to you arriving because they don't know anything different you know they don't have an expectation set Mm -hmm. but we were kind of saying we wrote down maybe they do you know because of what they've read what they've researched maybe they do have high expectations of somebody brand new coming in that they have no idea kind of what's going on, maybe they do have a higher expectation because of that, maybe. Yeah, I feel like a lot of host families have, they sometimes they will set the expectations so high because in an ideal world, they would want everything done exactly the way they want it done or they want it done perfectly. And I feel like 
that's that's part of their learning curve. They're going to learn that it's not going to happen perfectly and that the au pair yeah. can bring different strategies and, you know, different things that they haven't, that they haven't even thought of. So I think definitely, yeah, yeah they may overestimate how good au pairs yeah, exactly. are. <laughs> exactly. And they think, oh, somebody's going to be here all the time. It's going to be like a, a walk in the park caring for oh these kids God. now. Definitely not. <laughs> no, no. Wherever um, that park is, I want to be there. <laughs> right. Um, and then people were saying that there's shared excitement between you and the host family because mm-hmm. it's all a new experience. There's a big change happening, which can be really exciting. Mm. You're both going on this new adventure together. Um, I like so that. it can kind of like build your bond a bit more because, you know, you're literally walking through this park together at the same time. <laughs> You know, this park that we're talking about, this metaphorical park, you're all walking through it at the same pace. You're all hitting obstacles at the same time, but you're learning and getting over those obstacles together. Yeah. So it can maybe bring your maybe bring your bond a bit closer. Oh, that's interesting. You know? Another yeah. one is that people say the pros are if you are if you are somebody who is looking particularly for very young children, then you are most likely going to find a Hosami that haven't hosted an au pair before or, or are still very, very new at it. Because obviously yeah. a lot of families start looking when their children are young because they get to that age where they're like, okay, like this kid's in preschool, this kid's in school, we're both working full time. We, now we need to set up some childcare. It's not very often that you get, you know, let's say a single mum and a, a teenager and a kid um suddenly yeah. needing an au pair unless there's been like i don't know uh, like a divorce or they've moved across the country or there's a new job or something like that so unless there's been like a big yeah. life change i feel like predominantly the new the newer host families are going to have the younger kids um yeah so yeah i think that could be yeah. good if that's what you're looking for it, yeah again a lot of a lot of what we're going to talk about is is down to personal preference for, for you as as an au pair yeah for sure for sure so that's kind of all the pros that we have on in regards to a new host family but if you think of any more you can definitely <laughs> let us know your views on that so moving on to the cons mm. of new host family because as we said there are going to be cons to everything here's the tea uh, here's the tea um so we actually have quite a few <laughs> <laughs> this sort of, people <laughs> really went to town on this one they did um so the first thing, these are just things that we kind of put from from experience, personal experience maybe. Sometimes there may be communication issues. Um, you know, not on purpose, just things that they think, okay, it slipped their mind to tell the tell you, or like the schedule wasn't made at a consistent time because they're not used to having to do that, especially when you first arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, just little things like that. So like when I first arrived here, sometimes it would be monday and i still wouldn't have my schedule do you know what i mean so it would just be like them getting used to having to do that as part of their routine yeah definitely. Um, even simple things like maybe they didn't show you how to use their washing machine like because right. it doesn't like little daily things that they do just on just they just do it as a habit they don't think about that yeah. you would need to know so yeah yeah or like the kids might be off school one day and they both get an email saying, okay, they're off school. And then it just slips their mind that they have a third person that they now have to tell that sort of thing to because they're not used to having to like pass that information on. Yeah. Um, so it's just things like that that they have to also get used to. Like we said, everyone's learning together. It's a new thing for everyone in this situation. Yeah. So there, that, that, that may be a thing that, that can happen when you first arrive. But again, as we always say, communication is key. So if you find <laughs> that that's happening, just speak to them about it 
and they'll be like oh shoot yeah like we need to sort that out and then mm-hmm. you know get your yeah. shit together guys get your shit together <laughs> um and also depending on your agency you'll get the host families will get different levels of support and different not training essentially but they do get given you know like tips and tricks and if you're with cultural care, you get sent a box in your first couple of weeks. And it's like a, um, it's like little things that you can do together, get to know each other. So they're good as well to kind of, you know, stop any awkwardness that might be happening. Mm-hmm. But in terms of awkwardness, um, like I said, like just, just previously, if they've never had another adult living in the home, that is a huge adjustment for them. So there may be some mm-hmm. awkwardness with, you know, in regards of, you know, at dinner time, like who does the cooking or can you cook at a later time or can you sit and watch TV with them? Or it's kind of, it's it's a very strange kind of thing to kind of navigate because it's like, you're not quite sure sometimes where you stand with them unless you very clearly, are, you know, very close with them. Um, so I remember like when I came here, even though I wasn't the new, I wasn't like the first of her they'd ever had. I was still relatively new and they'd only had one for nine months. I was kind of like, can I should I cook later and like I was like should can I can I sit down with my host parents while they're watching tv am I bothering them but now I'm just like you know got the wine out sitting down cracking jokes (laughs) with them like what's up guys kind of thing and so yeah it's it's definitely gonna be a little bit awkward um but I wouldn't I wouldn't let it stress you out I think everything's a bit awkward at times isn't it yeah and in regards to that like when I first arrived here I'd feel weird coming in a bit later or like you know when I drop the kids off at school because sometimes they forgot that like another adult would be coming in because I'm not used to like somebody coming in later than like after the kids have gone to bed and stuff you know yeah because they haven't got an older kid necessarily that comes in and out <laughs> late at night or whatever late so thinking, am I like am I scaring them by like coming in and thinking there's a burglar coming in the oh house my gosh. Like, um but yeah it, sometimes it's a little bit awkward um and another thing is they may not have everything in place for an au pair you know they're not sure what they need what they should have put in the au pair's room or like what they should have stocked in the cupboards um so like if you have got a new host family maybe just telling them things that you like or like you know suggesting things that you would like to have to make you feel comfortable and thinking it's not it's not a bad thing to yeah ask for things you know yeah um and if they not they they might not be prepared they don't know what they need to get for an au pair yeah and americans are really welcoming people and they're very good hosts and stuff so it's you know that they will most likely message you and be like is there anything you need for your room is there anything we can do like to make you feel comfortable so my host mom got me fairy lights for my room which was really nice and I messaged them and I was like hey could I possibly bring some pictures to hang on the wall and they were like yeah yeah we'll get you some um like hooks to put on the wall or some blue tack or whatever so yeah even doing that and hopefully whoever your agency is should kind of prompt host families to be like in in the lead up to your au pair's arrival these are the kinds of things you could do um Mm -hmm. so that um but the kind of con of a new host family is that you essentially you know obviously aside from the profile and matching you're kind of going in a little bit blind because there isn't a previous au pair that you could speak to and not get the tea from but just kind of be like okay bottom line like seriously are there any issues or how's your experience been and what's it actually like living with them because you know you can be best of friends over the internet or whatever but when you actually live with them they say like you don't actually know someone until you live with them right so um which is a little bit awkward um so yeah that's definitely a con of having a new house family that you have you 
like they have nothing to compare you to like you don't have anything to compare them to so you can't say hey what's what's the crack here what's going on lads yeah Um, like is there anything I really need to know before I walk into this (laughs) yeah so I feel like in that sense that's when you really have to read their profile very I mean you should always read the profile multiple times very very carefully but that is definitely something I would focus on um what else is there anything else um, so we touched on this um, in the previous bit, but they could have a higher expectation of you based off stories they've heard or kind of what they think an au pair is and what they think an au pair should do, mm-hmm. you know? And they and like I said, they probably think, oh, another adult in the house, like, great, they're going to be around all the time, they can help me out, they can, you know, it's going to be easy around the house now. But, you know, so they could have a higher expectation of you. So, you know, yeah. just be prepared just be prepared um, <laughs> i think that's good though saying be prepared because that kind of leads us on to our next point so as much as the agency prepares you you and the host family separately as separate entities i think it falls on the au pair as well it falls on the host family as well but as an if i were an au pair going into a host family that had never done it before i would make sure that i knew exactly what the guidelines were not just just mm-hmm. general guidelines but the actual ones set out by the department of state and by the agency mm-hmm. because obviously this is a new experience and it's very exciting and host families can take advantage of you and a lot of the time they don't realize it and it's not done maliciously and you know it's not done like oh we're paying we can do you know you're a maid or you're a slave or whatever sometimes they just don't realize that that isn't part of your job so um I was actually speaking to an au pair who is very new here in the U.S. and I was just casually talking to her about her schedule and she is an au pair and she's never they've never had no pair before she is the first one and she was telling me about the chores she was doing and her schedule and I was like you should probably speak to the LCC because like that's actually not that's not okay like they were getting her to do chores that are completely not related to the kids you know they were they the host parents were asking that her to do their laundry that she was being she was expected to take care of the dog and I'm like this isn't your job Mm. so I think knowing what where the line is is basically what I'm trying to say know where the line is because and it's it's completely fine if they you know if in the first couple of weeks that starts to happen if they're new okay and they're not doing it maliciously because then you could be like hey maybe we could go over the guidelines or if you're too shy you could get the LCC to kind of give them a nudge and be like hey listen let's just remind each other you know what's going on and stuff and if you have any questions I'm sure as much as you're there to learn that your host family are there to learn too so yeah make sure yeah. you know where you stand know you're know you're <laughs> yeah. right know and, you're right and, <laughs> and if you are going into a new host family also be prepared to make a stand if you're not happy with something or something you think is something's a bit off you need to be prepared to like say something because yeah. you can't just go along with it if you're not happy about something you need to be able to deal with that and sort it out and communicate that you're not communication communication so and i feel like going into a new host family that's more likely going to be the case you're gonna need to say okay this is kind of not okay this is not how the program works kind of thing do you know what Mm -hmm. i mean yeah um especially because like they have this caregiver here so they're like okay we're gonna go out for a date night because we have an au pair we don't need to call the babysitter but actually you've already done 44 hours so you actually only have an hour left of your weekly allowance so they can't really go on a date night yeah so it's just stuff like that you know yeah um and then somebody on instagram said you know it might take a while to find a good routine that works for everybody uh because you know the host parents are new to delegating a 45 hour schedule 
um <laughs> you know they they're used to like having to work their work life around their kids schedules but now they have somebody that can do that for them but it's like not going over the amount of hours that you're allowed to work a day a week and fitting everything in so that everybody's kind of happy and it's fair you know <laughs> it's all above but, board yeah so it might there might not be like a very good structure when you first arrive because mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to take a couple of weeks to like get everything settled and everyone used to everything that's going on it's a big mm-hmm. change for both of you so you know it might be a bit unstructured the first couple of weeks but <laughs> roll with it roll with it roll with it it will get there <laughs> go with it babe um, but it might take a while to get a settled routine you know yeah I think that happens with everyone sometimes um yeah so yeah um so another one that someone sent us is talking about how host families can um, like support them emotionally so the family may not understand that you know you're feeling homesick or you might feel uncomfortable and because they're kind of new to having you in the house let alone somebody from another country you know they might not be sure how to deal with it and I know that in the profile for cultural care the host families have to say how they'll support you with homesickness but there's you know a difference between saying what they'll do and actually doing it so you know if if you are homesick and you know or something's happening or you feel uncomfortable or you know something's not making you feel great and your host family don't do anything about it it's it's hopefully it's not that they don't care it's probably just they're unsure how to help you and honestly Mm -hmm. it's the one of the best things you can do is tell them like how you they can support you and I don't know if you remember Steph when we did our profiles for cultural care you actually have to do like a personality assessment and at the end of it it prints out a thing and it says you know in this situation this is how Tamar will react or in this situation this is how you should support Steph and your host family get a copy of that so hopefully they will read it and understand you and that's a great way to start but honestly Again, we're going to repeat this like 500 times this episode communication, <laughs> communication. yeah <laughs> they may just not understand and they may not know how to help you so yeah just make yeah. sure that they know how to, how to support you because yeah. you're an and it's human. the same with everyone like nobody's yeah. a mind reader they can't they can't tell like if something's wrong they're not going to know that just off the like because they can read your mind they're like, oh she must be sad hmm. you, know, you have to like tell them you must be sad. wrong hello you i can't... am sad <laughs> You can't just expect help to come to you. You have to like ask for it sometimes. You Go know? get it, girl. Go get it. Um, so this is something that was said on Instagram as well. And I agree with this. This is something I struggled with when I first arrived. But it's the kids not being used to anyone other than their parents living in their home mm-hmm. and caring for them while at home. So this was something I struggled with when I first arrived because my host mum was a stay-at-home mum before I arrived here. So she was around all the time. So she was caring for the kids 24-7 um and the kids were kind of used to their teachers out of the home being only other caregivers they had so it took them a while to like listen to me and respect me as another caregiver Mm -hmm. and it's really difficult (laughs) especially especially if the parents were around a lot before you came here because they constantly want their mum and their dad rather than you yeah and it's really difficult for that to change and for them to get used to you being another parental figure as such um so yeah it does take time it's hard but it will they will get used to you and it will get better and easier and they will eventually see you as that that third caregiver and obey you when you tell them off and listen to you and come to you for comfort (laughs) and that kind of thing you know but it is a really hard thing especially with 
first time host family because those kids have no clue what no carers. <laughs> but you know, what may, are you? <laughs> maybe a babysitter came around, but they'd always then go home. You know, they're never there all the time. So yeah. it takes them a while to understand that you also live in their house and also relates to them not coming in your room on your off time, oh, you know, because they yes. don't understand there's that boundary when you're working, when you're not working. Yeah. So they just might walk into the room thinking that, you know, you're still working because you're still in the house. Yeah. Um, so Bless it takes them. a while for that to kind of build and understand them, build an understanding of that and that kind of thing. But it, it mm-hmm. does, it does change and they do get used to it. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully your host parents will set the, the rules out to the children very exactly. clearly. Like Steph is mm-hmm. not working. So leave her alone. Or if the door's open, you can go in and that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. Use your host parents. So in terms of host parents and host families who have had, had an au pair, um, the, this is what we call experienced. So these, we've got some pros, a pro of an experienced host family. I think depending on your level of comfort and your level of confidence and sometimes even your age, you may actually want a host family that have already got experience. So straight away, they have already had hopefully at least a year with an au pair. So they kind of know the details. They know how to host an au pair. They're kind of used to having someone in their house. They can, you know, guide you through a lot of things. They they know what you need in terms of like um like what you may need in your room or, you know, how schedules work and things like that. So yeah. they already have a pretty good idea. And so hopefully the dynamic will kind of be a bit more structured and a bit more steady when you arrive. Um mm-hmm. but Steph, what what did people people actually say to us about this? Yeah, so people were saying a lot of things, mainly that they are a good support when helping you set things up, like your bank account, your driver's license, your social security number. As you were touching on, your host dad helps you out with your bank account and stuff like Ooh. that. Because they've already done it before, they know the they know the role, they they can get it done. Um, they're not learning it again. They already they've already done it before, so you're sorted and it kind of makes it easier as well you know you're doing it right because they've done it before and it worked out the last time so it must (laughs) must be right Uh, it's a big comfort yeah for sure yeah because it can be confusing and like taxes and stuff Oh I don't have gosh. a clue what I'm doing. <laughs> um, well, Ricky is going to sit down with me this weekend and we're going to do, because he's got to do the family taxes. So we're just going to do mine yeah. at the same time. Um, apparently they're not that difficult, but that's great. Because yeah. if I were the first au pair, I'd be like, uh, not got a clue what I'm doing. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, we don't know either. Um, so that's definitely the kind of detail stuff that you need to do and all the paperwork right. is so much better now that they already know what they're doing, which is great. Um, another big one is being able to ask their previous au pair about the family. So again, not getting the tea, but I mean, if you want the tea, ask for it. Um, but just getting advice and, you know, what it's actually like living with them and how the au pair found it and what the challenges were. And I feel like, um, I feel like I was actually thinking about this the other day, like when I eventually leave Boohoo, there will most likely be another au pair after me. And so I was thinking to myself, like, how would I um, like speak to them? What would I say? And I feel like um, I would try not to give them too many things like, oh, Maddie doesn't like this and do this with Haley and do this and do that. Because I I would want them to find their own feet and kind of be their own au pair, not just be a carbon copy of me because I mean, nobody's me. I'm awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's definitely nice to kind of get a feel. And I think, au pairs are very um honest and they can be like look this is this is an issue that the family have or this is something that we all kind of struggle with 
Um, so yeah, I definitely think previous au pairs are, are a pointer and they could become a really great friend for you as well. And I think it would yeah. be nice for the, for the family to see that their au pairs are kind of friends and they're kind of communicating and, you know, there's, there's a link between them because they would hopefully, if everything goes well, they'd want to see them again. So you wouldn't feel like, you know, stepping on their turf or anything. Yeah. So I think that's, a, that's definitely a pro. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And something we touched on a little bit is in the other one, in regards to a new host family, they're not used to having new people in the home and things like that. But with an experienced host family, the kids, the host parents, they're all used to having like another adult living in the home. The kids are used to having an au pair. They kind of know what an au pair is. So the bond grows a bit quicker. They start obeying you a bit quicker. Again, it might take them a little while because they maybe miss their old au pair or they're used to how their old au pair used to do things. And you maybe do things a little bit different. So it still might take them a little while to to settle to you and get used to you. But yeah. I don't think it's going to take them as long as it would with a new host family because they kind of know the drill. Yeah, you know, um, so. definitely agree with that. And then on the last part of pros of an experienced host family, um, as well as putting it on Instagram, I also put the, the questions out on the cultural care ambassador page and someone messaged me back and there was, she said something very, very beautiful. And Steph and I were just like, <laughs> so she said that each au pair leaves a little bit of themselves with their host family and I just thought that was so like it was such a nice image and I think it's so beautiful because you're going to be part of of this and you're going to be part of them hopefully if, if everything goes well you're going to be part of them forever and you know that whole kind of like footprint on your heart kind of thing like yeah it's yeah that's how I feel like with my my host family I'm definitely gonna leave not I'm gonna leave a whole chunk of myself with them like they can take it um but yeah I just thought it was a really really nice way to kind of put it that you are part of them yeah and for you'll sure. always have that part but yeah. with pros come cons don't they Steph they do yeah they do and babe. even with even with families that have possibly had au pairs for 10 years previous to you they still have their cons Mm -hmm. (laughs) so one of the main things that was said on instagram and that you kind of think of it straight straight off the bat when you think of an experienced host family that's had au pairs before is there a risk there's a risk of being compared to previous au pairs so you know previous au pair could have done things a certain way and the host family really liked this but you don't necessarily do it that way and you the family might compare that and be like well can you do it this way because Deirdre before you did it this way do you know what I mean <laughs> Deirdre <laughs> <laughs> or, but it might not even be the host family that says anything but you you might feel that you have to do it a certain way because the au pair previous to you did it that way yes um but don't feel that way you do you how you want to do it you know <laughs> you do you hun I say that all the time here <laughs> you do you boo um <laughs> Yeah, that was the thing that was said. Every response we got back from Instagram pretty much was like, you might compare yourself to the previous au pair or judged based on kind of what the previous au pair did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, everybody is an own individual person and people that have had a lot of au pairs understand that each one is different. Yeah. And families have to expect that not everyone, like you said, is a carbon copy of them pre- previous to them everyone's going to have their own way of doing things their own activities that they want to do with the kids you know things that they want to experience with the kids so it's like they're going to be different and you shouldn't feel pressured or jealous of au pairs before you Um, yeah so like my host family are going to be finding a new au pair um 
for, for August when I leave to rematch and uh, not rematch um, extend with another <laughs> family extend with another family um, but you know I'm still looking in the Maryland area and if I was to stay close I would still come and have a glass of wine with my host mum and see my see the kids mm-hmm. and like no pair that comes after me should definitely not feel jealous of the fact that I still come and see the kids or I still come hang out with my host mum because you know they will also have that relationship with them as well and when they leave they'll also come and see them yeah you know? um and I also think it's important to remember that you know they could have had like Steph said they could have had 10 years worth of au pairs before you mm-hmm. but they chose you for a reason and they obviously thought you were a good match so I mean everyone does their everyone does their own thing you know everyone does everything yeah. else so like I don't think anyone should feel I think it's natural to feel nervous and even natural to feel a little bit of pressure and we always compare ourselves naturally anyway um yeah so I think just go with it and you know the kids may t- take time to adjust but you know they're, they're kids you know they're pretty, yeah. pretty cool kids um so yeah I would definitely just if I ever felt like that I would be like listen they chose me for a reason I'm obviously absolutely freaking amazing obviously um <laughs> have confidence guys yeah and girls. have confidence in yourself because you were chosen you are the chosen one you, you beat the out the other pairs. yes <laughs> I love it um yeah yeah and a thing that a lot of people also said was that in regards to expectations as well the expectations can be set compared to what the previous au pair did so they could set their expectations pretty high because they had a golden au pair before you but you know i've never met a golden au pair I've if they say they've got a golden au pair they're lying no, they're lying yeah lying but, like we said before that bar could be set so high girl you climb up on that bar and you slay it girl crush that bar build your crush own that stairs. bar yes go man. go build for a it. ladder yes cream <laughs> you've got you've got it girl yeah um, <laughs> we're very tired today guys good job we're not motivational speakers <laughs> oh god people would come out feeling like the world was ending if we ever did this honestly they'd be like what um but anyway moving on um so with an exp- some people on instagram said that they thought if they went to a family that had already had au pairs that there would not be as much excitement when they arrived because it wasn't completely yeah. brand new absolute rubbish they will be so yeah. excited to have a new face somebody new to learn things with someone yeah. to hang out with and excited for the year ahead so and put that you're still going to gonna have they're still going to be new you're going to have new experiences with them you might be from a new country that they've never hosted from before Weird. you know so you could teach them a new language, new culture. Like, they're still going to be new. So it's still going to be exciting. But I do get it. If they've had, like, 10 previous au pairs, it's kind of the same old, same old. But Ugh, it's also... Not another one. Yeah. Kind of. When are our kids going to grow up? I know, right? No, I can just imagine the kids being like, oh, here we go. Isn't it's like like in sound of music when it's like you come from a long line of nannies like yeah yeah okay um so i do get where that comes from but like i said there's always going to be news and it's always going to be a change it's going to be something different so there's still going to be that little bit of excitement there but i do get it when they say they've had like 10 plus au pairs before you you know that's just the norm for them so it's not gonna be like oh yay Ooh, this is shiny. different it's so cultural Woo! <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um and in the same sort of um realm as that the excitement kind of 
lessons they've had so many pairs before it could take a little bit longer to build a bond there could be more of a like a oh another caregiver rather than another family member kind of yeah. vibe going on do you know what I mean especially from the kids point of view because they're so used to having all these different uh, au pairs come in and they're kind of like oh another one <laughs> yeah I mean so it could take a little bit longer to build that bond then. yeah definitely and kind of on the same edge of the coin if you will um I was actually speaking to another au pair just about this general episode anyway and she was talking about how she is au pair number seven seven or eight and mm-hmm. she said that she really really struggled with building bonds with um her middle host kid because the host kid didn't want to build a bond because obviously they said oh well you're just gonna leave in a year not in a horrible way but they were like I don't kind of want to yeah. get hurt and I don't want to get too attached because you're going to be gone in a year. And that broke her heart so much. They're absolutely fine now, but that's definitely something to consider as well. The children might adjust kind of a bit. It might take them longer than you expect. So I think definitely speaking to your host parents about that and strategies is is a good thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, don't expect too much, guys. But also go out and be confident and absolutely crush it. And kind of like we said with the new host families, most likely having younger kids because they're just looking for new childcare for their their children. Um, experienced host families would tend to have older kids because they've been having au pairs since their kids were young. Children and grow. And now their child's grow, and now their child is <laughs> 10, so they've had like an au pair for every year that they've been growing. Love do that. the math. You do the maths, guys. <laughs> So the, the more experienced host families, the more repairs they have, the older the kids will tend to be. So if you're looking for older kids, that could be a pro. If you're looking for younger kids, that could be a con. Yes. Um, yes. So yeah, that is mostly what we want to talk about today. But I yeah. think what we want you guys to take away from this is if you are a future au pair or you're up and coming, we would say when it comes to new and experienced host families, always, always, always go with your gut. Trust yourself. Yeah. And don't let it sway you too much. Go with what yeah. you feel that you need as an au pair, like what kind yeah. of support you need or what you what you want to get out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did do a poll on our Instagram and we were saying like, which one, experienced or new? And experienced did win the poll. Oh, yeah. 61, like 60 to 40. Yeah. So, And I think that's because au pairs want the security and the comfort of knowing that the host parents hopefully know what they're doing hopefully questionable yeah Yeah. but we just wanted to do this episode because when I was like thinking about I didn't really give much thought like you said to new or experienced host families but having that little bit of extra information may help some of you decide Mm -hmm. whether you would fit better in a host family that hopefully knows what they're doing to a family (laughs) that may is new and just dipping their toes in the open water yeah neither is better than the other in my personal opinion yeah I really don't think either like we said, it's personal preference and a host you do, family you, can be amazing whether they're new or whether they're experienced. And it yes. just depends on what you guys are looking for and if you connect with them. It's all about connection when you speak, if you get on. It's not yes. about whether they've had 10 au pairs or no <laughs> au pairs. <laughs> yes. And that was episode 11 of season woo. two of Petty the Podcast. Woo woo, chicken soup. Um, so thank you so much <laughs> for joining us. Thank you for listening. If you're still listening... Thank you very much. I hope you're having a wonderful day, morning, evening, whatever. If you're eating yes. something, great. I hope enjoy. It's yummy. Bon appetit. <laughs>
Bon, <laughs> bon appetit, guys, and we'll be back next week with another episode. Yeah, yeah. Bye. And that's the tea. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast to get all the tea on Life as an Au Pair. Be sure to follow us over on Instagram at Au Pair Tea. We'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.